0: You are listening to the uh, fans of wrestling here on f one Radio. I am Patrick, your host, uh, with Danny Danger, with uh, Eric, and Mika Vilas. Uh, well, we'll find out if we uh, are going to be graced by her presence tonight. But, fellas, how are you?
1: Clanging and banging, brother. How are you?
0: I- I'm-, I'm fantabulous. So as, uh, as, as, of course, we uh, hit the time limit yesterday. Who knew there was a time limit? Uh, before we start talking about some good stuff pro wrestling related, we are going to go through and finish watching uh, Jimmy Rave versus Kyle Matthews from A.W.E. Goes to Hell from January 2015. Then we'll chat some pro wrestling. <clears throat> And uh, then we'll uh, we'll go back. So here we are. Uh, Yeah, Jimmy Rave uh, and a commercial break, of course, that we are getting. Uh, Jimmy Rave is down. Uh, Kyle Matthews is not sure what he needs to do. Uh, Kyle Matthews, uh, yeah, a very small guy. Very So could say he maybe lacks some personality. But man, he could go in the ring, and he—he he was a great underdog to cheer for. And look at that. We all know what's coming. What's coming up next? If uh, everybody knows what Jimmy Ray does. I wonder what happened to that referee. Have you guys ever seen him anywhere else since his AWE days?
1: Hello? Hey, I'm here. Okay, I thought I lost him. Nope, I'm still here. Who's Danny? Uh,
0: maybe? I think so. It looks like Danny may be talking, but we can't hear him? Or Danny's just quietly watching? That is the question in everyone's minds. Oh, there you are. Oh, there we go. No, uh, but please fill us in. yeah. Yeah. Right. He almost reminds me of Eli Daniels. I don't know if you remember him. He he was a young up and comer. Uh Eli Daniels, of course, his his career uh short comes short he was in a motorcycle accident or some type of accident. Yeah. Yeah, I've I, I heard he's moved on, he's moved out of, out of Georgia and you know, on to the rest of the- see up on on uh over by the other side where by the side of the ring with his fans that Kyle is running to. That there's that it's that guy, the big guy who I can't remember. He always went to the AWE shows back in the day. Remember his name, Danny. Well, hopefully ho- hopefully the camera will go back. Yeah. Ho- hopefully the camera will move back somehow there. but. Uh, oh, yeah. there's the top letter fit, huh? And is that it? No! No. That is not it. And people still love throwing stuff over in the ring. That, that kid, I think, has been throwing stuff all night long. Yeah, the, the kids imagine that he's throwing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he found, he found some more. Look at this kid. He's like, I'm gonna break him so I can throw, so I can have more. Oh, roll up. Oh, of course, Jimmy Rave. Uh, he he he's much better at those roll ups. The yeah. Jimmy Rave special. Yeah. Uh, well, I believe it.
1: If I get one more email from TurboTax, I
0: swear to God. Uh, no. And if you need to file your taxes, you need to go to creditkarma.com. It is free, and it is 100% accuracy guaranteed. Ladies and gentlemen, this portion of the episode is brought to you by creditkarma.com. Sign up and file your tax returns free your charge. That was
1: pretty good, A plus. This should be fine since he's got a small
0: package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... yeah. I mean, when hasn't uh, Jimmy injured something in the, in this part of his life? But look, twenty fifteen, probably one of his best years in the independ- in the independence. You know. After, you know, leaving Rage and, uh, and and Impact or TNA at that time.
1: It's the A show, as we like to call it.
0: Oh, itchy. Oh, here we go. Kyle Matthews going up top. Ooh. Is this it? I, I I I I really do not remember. Kyle Matthews here arguing with with the referees like he like this is I thought this was gonna do it finally. As the kid throws more streamers. It's like wait till the end, kid. Well till the end. Kid just likes uh, streamers. Yeah, what what is this? Batch of the beach? Come on. Mm. Um Yeah, Jimmy Ray, you know Less than six months, less than five months later, we want to become the first ever uh, AWE champion here. And then less than two months uh, would be, win the inaugural uh, Cynic City Invitational. So yeah, 20, 2015 definitely, I gotta say must be great. Oh, here we go. Oh, I have always, I've always loved, Oh, immediately, immediately i i one thing is like i've always liked the way that jimmy had you know went into that sequence mm-hmm. yeah because it, it he always he always found a way to make sure that it looked very nice uh in the way he ended up. so not always 100 the same but oh here we go uh Yeah, Murder One checking on his protege, and yeah, we- wearing an old. Uh, oh, look is is that Chip Day? Chip Day, look at him. Uh, yeah, N- uh, f- formerly known as Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla Kelly, look at that! I remember we could do that. No, I'm kidding. He can still do that. Oh, there we go. Uh, I had to to take the
1: headset off for that one. Hey, you do not put your hands Uh on a WWE Uh superstar.
0: Okay, so Jimmy tried to do... Oh, shit. No
1: man In the immortal words of my friend Mike I I popped
0: for that one That That was fantastic Uh, (laughs) Yeah Have you ever seen that This match uh, Eric I don't remember if if you did or not No What did you think Watching it for the first time ever it was pretty good. I liked. Uh, I liked it. It was pretty good. I think they told a good story. I mean, yeah, for I, sure. I, if you look back, right from twenty thirteen and after twenty fourteen, show of the year. I mean, they started. You know, they. I mean, they even started before that because originally the the very the very way that this started was I think uh, Jimmy Rave and Chip Day were teaming up. Uh, Jimmy Ray, you know, Chip Day was part of Jimmy Ray approved, and Jimmy turned on um, on Chip to join Murder. That's eventually how the hierarchy w- would come to be, uh, and Chip, you know, then it was Chip against the hierarchy, in, and and this is this is the the birth of that. It was kind of neat how. You know they did the the big angle. I mean they did they did something. You know the breakup and then they tried to. Re- I think it was at, uh, uh, at at the show in Rome. They tried to to you know they did a match. I think uh, between Ch- was it Chip and Murder? I can't remember. Um. Uh. But you know eventually we went into the big you know the big spot at the end of uh, show of the year and now here we are the continuation of that of uh, Priscilla. Uh, was the one that unfortunately uh, had to take that that very very nasty close line, very fun close line to see. But yeah, uh, we'll be back at the end of the show uh, to watch uh, house was from house party Shug D uh, against Leo Rush. Was that was that what we talked about? Yeah. Uh, Of course, Leo Rush, uh, who we we talked about, has been participating in uh, the uh, in uh, the chat the MTV Challenge. Uh, This week, he had to bow out. Apparently, he was dealing with some issues. uh, He needed to get back home. And uh, you know, hey, the the challenge is tough, and it's, it's it's not for everyone. You know. It's not that he couldn't hack it, but it, it wasn't it wasn't good for his well-being. So uh, this week we saw Leo Rush exit. Of course, we know he's doing very well uh, with, of course, just do, you know doing shows with New Japan and many, and MLW and many other places. Uh, but yeah, so but a lot of other good wrestling to be had. Um, and so let's kind of talk about. What we What's happened in, in the last few, and of course, uh, we've been leading to uh, impact, hard to kill. Uh, we're not going to cover the whole show, uh, but we're going to talk about a few things uh, get, and get your thoughts. And first of all, let's talk about this. Uh, the Karate Man defeating Ethan Page in in, in, in a video. What did you guys think about that? Are are you guys there? Oh, there you are. Oh. Okay. We're good now. It's funny uh, that he had such a disapproval of this video. I mean, he tweeted about it. I mean, he seems like he's done with Impact anyways, but he he seemed very surprised about it. And to me, I am very surprised Ethan Page didn't watch this video before it aired live on iPay-Per-View. Uh, Mickey Villas, what do you think about the fact that he uh, – he, they didn't even realize how poorly made the video was.
2: Um, I think that you should not be surprised that Ethan Page was not privy to this video before it went out. Because this is not something that he himself did. This is something that they wrote. He probably acted out and thought there was more to it. Or they maybe... Uh, added or take took away some stuff depending on um, you know how the, the final cut went so to speak this is not something that they did like all in one night you know this is something that was recorded and put together um so Eden Page is a, a very he's a professional not just a professional wrestler, but a consummate professional. Um, I've watched him do business uh, with other companies um, and just kind of, he has his own brand. So this is totally completely for him outside of his brand and was something that he was clearly not pleased with the final result. So it's a little bit, uh, sad that a company would do this to a talent um, on their way out. I guess it's kind of the whole we can't do what Vince does, but we're going to do something a little bit different on your way out the door.
1: Yeah. um, I hate to see Ethan go because Ethan's such a good talent, but I'm sure uh, somebody somewhere will end up uh, picking up Ethan, uh, whether it be WWE, AEW, or just going back to the indies. I'm sure somebody somewhere will take Ethan Page, and they should. Uh, yeah, I can't believe that he actually didn't watch it prior to it airing. Um, I don't know why you would just kind of you know, let somebody play with your image without viewing it, I guess. But Hey, I mean, whatever floats his boat, I guess. Um,
2: There's a trust factor there, you know, to that point, he hadn't had any issues. You know, again, you trust these people as you've collaborated with them for however long he was there for and said, "Okay, listen, we're going to do this. We got this camaraderie man thing. You know, you got this thing. Don't worry. We've got this. And again, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of footage shot, you know, not just what we saw, the final outcome but um, what he did and what they show were probably a whole lot different.
0: More than yeah. that, yeah. Uh... I don't know. When, when all this came about, I, I, to me, I thought all of this was, you know, his deal. I didn't, you know, I, I thought this is Ethan Page written all over, right? I mean, he's been very involved with the Joni Janela's uh, Spring Break Battle Royals and things like that. So, I mean, like, I figured this is all he's doing, him and the Karate Man. And I would have thought that he would have, you know, w- watched the video, had some input, but I, g- I guess not. I well, guess here's my thing. He didn't.
3: Here's my thing about Paige, though, is I feel that hes he, was, he had a lot of negative things to say when he left WWE win after being signed with them. And he was in a big angle. He had a lot, he's now got a lot of negative things to say when he's leaving impact. So I think he's just, you know, he's probably frustrated that he feels that he's not um, being utilized properly by these companies. You know, he probably feels that he should be a top guy and he wasn't a top guy in WWN. He was in a big feud, but he wasn't like fighting for championships. And here he wasn't, he was, you know, he was a tag team championship. He was a long reigning tag team champion but he was they didn't try to push him into a singles role to make him a top guy. I think it it feels like it's a pattern with him. He just kind of gets frustrated they're not using him the way he feels he could be used. And uh and so he kind of goes neg- you know, saying some negative stuff about it.
1: Yeah, I mean that's always a possibility. Um I don't know. Maybe he is just a negative person. Maybe he just like you said, maybe he does feel a certain type of way about what how he should be portrayed. Um, who knows? I mean, maybe it's all just a big farce. I
0: don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see where where Ethan Page uh, goes next, right? I mean, we talked about it. Uh, he's you know he's kind of like okay, we could see him uh, be an entertainer in WWE. But we also know that he, you know, he has a lot of ideas and he has, uh, you know, he likes to be able to kind of not necessarily control his destiny, but control what he does and have a say in it. And he will lose that if he goes to Fed. And, yeah. you know, he has friends in AEW and that's the next best place to really go. Uh, you know, although there's also ROH may never be a, a bad option if, if they're looking for higher right now. Who knows? Uh, all right, so um, let's take a look. Okay, so how about Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steele if you didn't have a Kineva to become the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champion?
3: Congrats to our Atlanta girl, the A1 since day one, a former guest of the show many moons ago. Um, But she's got tag team gold now.
0: Yeah, you can say it. I was right. Eric was wrong. Yeah, I'm just
1: messing with you. For
0: her. Um,
1: I I, I guess, really and truly, I would say that they weren't like an established tag team. But. I guess by this point, they kind of have been. They've been doing it for a while. So, um, I mean, yeah, they're they a pretty good tag team. So, I'm glad mm. it went to somebody uh, good instead of, you know, the, the WWE. Let's just throw random people together for random for reasons. A tag team
3: tournament or something, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I'm, I'm glad it was at least an established team instead of, you know, some off-the-wall crap. So, hey, kudos. I was wrong.
0: And with that, we also had a retirement uh, in the women's division.
3: Yeah. With uh, Madison Rain retiring, saying that she she was leaving. She's done everything that she pretty much can do in Impact. You know, she's a former tag team champion. She's a former singles champion. She's done commentary. You know, she's kind of literally done it all there. So, I guess there's no more hurdles for her to climb in Impact, and she decided to go ahead and uh, call it a career.
0: Indeed, what a career it was! Now, I, I don't know. I did I, mean, I don't know if this means she's done with wrestling or she's just done with Impact.
3: I I think it's more that she's done with wrestling altogether. You know, because her her husband still works for Impact. He's not a commentator anymore, but as far as I know, if he's still there. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah they like moved his role to something new or something yeah I'm, yeah
3: yeah they took him off of the commentary role but i think he's still got a role in the company so i wouldn't see her going somewhere else especially since they have you know young children um she may just be taking time off to go in and, and enjoy being with her family
1: yeah it's possible yeah but i mean honestly i mean what else is there for her to do she's literally done everything
0: yeah pretty much um let's see the apparatus retains the impact knockout championship who can ch- who can be the next challenger who can beat her she uh, may just become the most dominant uh, you know women's champion since Tessa let's
3: not bring up that name okay um but, I mean, she beats Taya, and then the whole storyline with Taya getting kicked out of Impact for for hiring the hit on Johnny Bravo. Um, so Taya's done with the company as well. So, you know, Taya, what you would think, is a perennial top contender, but now she's gone from the company. Madison Rain's gone. Uh, you know, you have so many people broken up into tag teams, so I think there's people, you know, Havoc and Nevea could, e- could easily be top contenders, but I think they're more content on being a tag team right now. Um, you know, Susan, I don't know if she's really ready to be jumping in for contention of a title yet either. Um, and that was, you know, the last person to beat Deanna Peraza was Sue Young, but as the bloody undead bride, not Susan. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't really know who, who would step up to, to challenge Peraza next.
1: I feel like it's going to have to be somebody from outside the company. Um, yeah. Maybe an Aew person, maybe
0: any women family? get released lately? Do what? the? Fed? <laughs> any women get released from the Fed lately?
2: <gasps> but but with the Aew crossover, that brings a whole different aspect to that singles um, Ron. while you could not really see an Aew female winning an impact title. You could see them having a nice big feud, especially with this crossover. You just had Kenny Omega, and know we'll probably get to it, maybe we won't, pin Rich Swan, um, even though it was a you know a tag match or what have you, but you had a champion pinned by another champion. So why not have a nice big huge feud? Evilise has worked with um with Perrazzo. Evilise has been an impact before. So and she's clearly a viable singles competitor um hell diamante has worked for impact she could come back she's been a a singles competitor as well so you've got talent in the aew women's pool big swole maybe has not been on impact before but she is a name that could come over and match up with perazzo and kind of give that women's title run a kick but susan wants to see your manager and you know i could see susan at least you know kind of throwing a, a monkey wrench in there with Perazzo as well. But that's just maybe my personal want.
0: But yeah. uh, the women here, I think, uh, excuse me, nominating the talk to kill uh, all over. Uh, now, somebody trying to make an impact is Matt Cardona. Excuse me, I don't know why I have hiccups. The artist formerly known as Zack Ryder, uh, it's now an impact. Um, have you guys heard anything? Is this a contract with impact or is this a special appearance? It sounds I, like
3: it. I haven't heard whether it's a contracted thing, but he's he's jumping right into a feud, so I, it seems that it you know he might be coming, he might be hanging around for a little
1: while at least. He's always ready
0: now, of course. Uh, it, with shenanigans, with, by disqualification, Matt Cardona defeated Ace Austin. Uh, it's a, but is Ace Austin the right person to come out and lose to Matt Cardona? I mean, Ace Austin just won the uh, exhibition match tournament thingy, whatever they call it again. And he seems to be on the rise. And now here, wouldn't that be better to bring – more of a jobber style heel to just take the big L against Matt Cardona, or do they want to make it a bigger deal?
1: Uh, I mean, who knows? Um, I, I, judging by the trophy that they got, uh, Ace Austin, I don't think they really too much uh, care about the, uh, the... I
0: have seen that trophy before by the
1: way. I'm sure, because it's just a basic little trophy. Um but yeah, I don't know if they actually really care that much about Ace being the the I want to keep saying Super J Cup, but that's not what it is. The uh the X Division You be you be watching World too much New Japan. World X Cup, yeah, that too. Um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, and but maybe Impact will use Zach better than WWE did cuz God knows he did everything he could to get over there, and nobody did anything with him. But hey, he
0: was used plenty. He's a what, two-time United States champion, wasn't he? A former tag team champion, dude. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah a... I mean, he was always used. I mean, he was an intercontinental champion for less than twenty-four hours. His he was entire United States championship run was overrun by Eve and uh, John Cena. Uh, his tag team run with Myers kind of fizzled out almost immediately. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It doesn't like, seem like
0: he's being used. <laughs> like, had he stayed, he he, he not be, no, I, I can't remember. Did he get laid off. Sounds like he would have gotten laid off. I can't remember. Had he stayed, he probably also would have been a twenty four seven champion. I
1: mean, so he was I mean, still there while the twenty four seven title was.
0: It was at the beginning stages. It wasn't to the extent of where now. I said, I think by now he would have won that it, thing. It was last ones. year. I'm just saying, he probably would have won it by now if, if he if he was still there. But, anyways, yeah. Uh, well, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he's dealt. I mean, we saw. You know, we saw EC3 come in and uh, he's disappeared. I guess he's with ROH. Um, I'm not sure what, you know, I mean, he just came, had an issue with the and then left to go, you know, somewhere. Uh, Brian Myers, uh, I'm still, you know, on the fence about about him and Impact. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah. So the big six-man tag here with Kenny Omega, the good brothers. Funny, Kenny Omega coming out wearing a Bullet Club T-shirt. Uh, Luke Gallows uh, had the, the uh, Bullet Club uh, logo on, on his uh, wrestling gear. Uh, they, they were not pulling punches. They are wearing Bullet Club stuff. I mean, again, no way they do this without Ninja Pants blessing. So new Japan said they had no idea that they
1: were doing it. Really? Yeah. And they said that they looked at it as it was just
0: free publicity for them. Oh, even better. See, look, it's nice to see a company not get upset about something and just let it go. I'm like, Hey, you want to bring more ice to the bullet club? Eh? That, that's a good way to see it. But yeah, uh, of course, you know, I predicted that Tamatonga was going to be mad online and, uh, he got
3: he is, he yeah, he was definitely
0: not happy about that. Yeah. To the extent that, hey, he's willing to let WWE use Bullet Club if they want. I
3: mean. Yeah, they got to pay him probably. He, that's what he's wanting. He's Probably for money. He's not going to do it for free.
0: Uh, just to stick it to the good brothers, I think he would. Uh, who knows? Uh, but, yeah. So here, yeah, as Mika said, Kenny Omega defeated Rich Swan, um, not, you know, and yeah, it it looks like it looked to me like a stroke, decisive win for Omega and the Good Brothers, or as I like to call them, uh, Bullet Club Thirty uh, But apparently, it's not it's not yet over because. Uh, the Rebellion iPay Per View uh, logo had Omega, the Omega uh, logo on there. So, not yet over, but yeah. I mean, other than that, I mean, this is going to bring more exposure to Rich Swan, Because, you know, saving doesn't need it, and Moose, we don't want it. Uh, so, yeah, let, let, let Rich get the best of this. Uh, if possible, but yeah, where do you guys see this going?
1: So far, in AEW's favor, that's about the only place it's been going. Um, I don't know. Yeah,
3: they're just putting over AEW and 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 doesn't really seem like Impact's gaining a whole lot. They might be gaining some viewers, but... It's
0: basically AEW... A good marketing strategy for impact.
3: If they get the big comeuppance eventually, yes, um, I would say so. But if it's if it's really just going to be AEW comes and stomps on them and then leaves, like no, it's definitely not. It doesn't make their doesn't make them look like a viable
1: brand. Nope, it just makes them look like a feeding second like Yeah. yeah. And that's not good for business, for impact.
0: It makes him, it would make him look even more uh, like, uh, you know, like just a third-rate brand. I mean, it's just weird how that's looking. Of course, now we see we we see Matt Hardy and Private Party show up and they want to join in the fun um and and they are getting a title shot at the uh Impact Plus uh you know special No Surrender uh against the Good Brothers i guess not enough tag teams to go around in Impact Wrestling for the Good Brothers to wrestle with uh that they they are going to be wrestling against Private Party <sighs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess not. I guess there's not enough tag teams to go around right now. I can't think of of another tag
2: team. One of the things is Private Party, they're a young team. They got Matt Hardy at the helm. And outside of hearing Matt Hardy's name, people don't know who Private Party, who these two guys are. So putting them in there against a a big, huge tag team like Bullet Club, giving them that exposure – this opens up for these two guys to become a well-known tag team. While AEW is, you know, taking off what have you? They only have so many hours of TV, so much time that they can dedicate to whatever storylines and what have you that they have going, and the young bucks are at the top of the food chain as far as all tag teams go, but especially in AEW. So you you give these kids a a run, you give them the ball and say, "Hey, Go to this other show, show the world or however many people can watch, you know, impact what you can do, get people talking. That's what private parties role is here. And that's where this crossover and this merging is going to help if they send over people to kind of help bring more light to AEW, but also to give these kids and these folks a a chance to actually perform in a ring for the world and to show That we have talent and it's not just, you know, here's a quick four or five minutes. Let's give some time, let them go. So this is going to help, I think, um, for those lesser known names with this crossover. It may not be a huge, huge thing for either company if they do it wrong, but this is one of the things that I think they have right.
0: That's cute. Listen, everybody knows who Private Party is. Okay, they're called the Street Prophets. You can see them on Friday oh, nights wow. on SmackDown wow. on Fox.
2: Jesus Christ I don't know. I don't I don't see and that's part of the problem. Like for the the funny part is the Street Prophets I, I will tell you that they have dipped and pulled different aspects of other people's gimmicks to make the Street Profits gimmick. And that's what you see, and that's what the world is like, oh, well, this is just the Street Profits. Well, you know, Private Party has been doing this a little bit longer the Street Profits have even been together as a team. And that's part of the issue where you have this talent that has not been seen to the world. And what's the, the, the adage is, first person to get it to TV or first people to get it to TV, it's theirs. That's what the locker room adage is. But the truth is, like these guys have this insane amount of talent, and the world needs to see it. While you got one half of the street profits who has talent, and the other one is just there. You know, yeah. Both members of the private party actually have talent.
1: How dare you talk about
2: uh, Montez Ford like that? You didn't. You didn't Montez know, this is the
3: one with talent. You dingus. He even play.
2: He was he was trying to be funny because he had to think of it. he can't think of the other one's name. Montez is the only Angelo name he can come up with. Yeah, come on. What are you sure that's his name? One hundred percent.
1: Because he brings okay. the swag like nobody can. It's in the bag, yeah. and he's he stole, got it. Yeah, he, and he stirs he a pot
3: or whatever. He he stirs a handful of something. Yeah, he,
2: don't he don't stirs a handful idea. of I ain't got no talent. Like I, I've Not watched me. Dawkins. No, no, no. Okay, so I can I can speak to Dawkins and his lack of talent because I went and did an NXT loop and watched, and nobody reacted to him. They were just like, why are you here? And I felt bad for him, but then I watched him wrestle. Then I went, why is he here? Who does he have blackmail tapes on? I well, just want to know.
0: I, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, there's always one member of a team that makes it, uh, makes it look better. Like, remember locally here, the Washington Bullets. Everybody knows, OK. One's
2: the talented young brother. The other was the fatter, older brother, right? You could look at the Hardys. For a long time, Jeff was the only one with talent. You know, Matt is creative as hell. Don't get me wrong. But when it came to athleticism and, like, people like, oh, Hardys, it was always Jeff. There's always one that stands out.
0: Similar, the Harlem Heat. You had Booker, yeah. T. Booker T, who was always better than Stevie Ray. I mean, you, I mean, the only thing that I would say was entertainingly more cohesive together and no one saw one better than the other, probably. I mean, and if we're – I don't mean to make this a race thing, but if we're just, you know, we're focusing on, on black tag teams here, if you look at crime time, no nobody could say that one member was better than the other. I mean, I never thought, oh, J, I mean, maybe, you know, JTG was more – Agile, but never in my head would I say, oh, JTG is better than Shaq, you know, or Shat is better than GD. They were just, they were a very cohesive unit that complemented each other. uh, Where I think in some other tag teams, like maybe with the Street Profits, uh, you know, one needs the other one more. And I think that that just sometimes is how things are. Uh, Private party, I haven't. Really watched enough of other to see. Well, you know, they just what I've seen just doesn't look to me much more, much different, or uh, something that makes me think, oh, wow, they're so much different. They're much, uh, you know, they're great on their own accord. I just haven't seen it, but maybe it's just I haven't seen enough, but who knows? I don't watch all, you know, they they spend a lot of time on YouTube. I'm not gonna see them because, you know. I, I, I only watch usually videos less than five minutes on the YouTube. I don't have time for long videos on YouTube. Yeah, just much.
1: the porno. Yeah, yeah. You
3: know?
0: yeah. I, I always have so much attention. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say,
3: Danny? I said just the porno. Oh, those girls, Danny. They don't really don't have porno on I, YouTube. No, it does not. That long.
0: You know, okay, a lot of that get cleaned up after the, at the Google bottom, So yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, I at first I was excited when I heard Matt Hardy showed up, and then I when I found out he showed up with the private party, it's like, oh no, it's not broken Matt Hardy. So I'm like, then what's the point? But yeah, all right. No surrender and uh and then rebellion is coming up next. Uh yeah, so I guess uh, we'll see where where that takes us. Uh but let's bring it uh as we're talking about uh, Impact and, and NXT And AEW um, AEW said uh, Doing some things uh, they're, they're having uh, A few things Going on uh, They're having a beach break uh, In February oh, Whatever beach break is supposed to be I guess that's their bash uh, They're yeah. bashing the beach In, in the winter um, of course, uh, K Omega um, and the Good Brothers will be facing off against John Moxley, uh, Pac, and Ray Phoenix uh, in six-man tag action. Uh, also, uh, a tag team battle royal uh, with the winners getting a title shot at, at AEW Revolution and the wedding of. Uh, Kip saving and uh, Penelope, uh, I almost say Penelope Cruz. Uh, uh, Of course, uh, yeah, with uh, the best man Myra. I still don't understand the best man Myra thing. I uh, what I've seen of him and the impact, I still don't get. um, Yeah, very much confused. So yeah, beach break. and th- this is, I believe, this is not happening um, on uh, on, uh, on on TNT, but this is going to be on Fight TV and iPay Per View special. Um, yeah, sounds like something I can only will watch for the main event because nothing else sounds exciting.
1: You're not excited by...
2: Um, A wrestling well, wedding? On. I mean, wrestling weddings are always fun. And not to they never mention go.
1: Britt Baker and uh, Thunder Rosa.
3: Yeah, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa.
1: That should be fun. Because Thunder Rosa is really good.
0: Yeah,
3: And Britt's alright.
0: Uh, speaking of uh, being alright, uh, did you guys see that... Uh, segment with the Dark Order was asking Hammond Page to join. Yeah. And just as he was turning no, they put up the celebration and they had the, the screen so that he said yes. Um, yeah. And apparently negative one still there.
1: Yeah, he's contracting.
0: The contract is, uh it starts when he turns 18 and if he wishes to be involved in pro wrestling she'll read the contract but yeah listen uh, right
2: right now he wants to be involved so he's got a best friend in 10 so he's around uh, as until you know I don't know school goes back to normal or something but it's it's I, cute it's cool yeah kid, I did let the kid live. I,
0: I did. I did think it was funny though, that they did a skit. Uh, I don't know if it was shown on uh, um, on, on the Dynamite. I keep forgetting the shows Dynamite. I want to keep calling it like Nitro, anyways. Uh, but they sh- I saw it on YouTube where they were celebrating Negative One's birthday, and he was like, "My birthday was three days ago, you idiots." Yeah. I I, I, I was like. The actually, it was that that was funny. That made me giggle. But, um,
1: he's honestly pretty good. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know, he, he's been, you know, basically around the business since he was born. Uh, so he's been able to, to see, you know, I'm sure, especially growing up at his age. I don't know exactly how old he is, like what, seven or eight or nine, somewhere in that range. So I think so most of his grown up years after becoming a toddler have been in the W. Mm-hmm. So you, and you know that's always a fun experience when you're a child. So not being able yeah. to to be here and be able to do this kind of stuff. But what what is what what should come of the uh the dark order? I mean yeah, without Mister Brody Lee, they're nothing for but a bunch of rebelling idiots. I mean, that's basically all they are right now. I mean, they've got a, a, a lot of people, you know, had the roster, have played comedic, uh, you know, characters in the past, and yeah, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I where, they where might need the a new
3: exalted one, but I don't know where it goes. Yeah, I mean they might need a new a new leader, you know, figurehead, but I don't know who would it, who it would be at this point.
2: Well, um, gosh, and I, I'm gonna butcher his name because I'm bad. But the mask guy before the exalted one was there. Uno. Uno. Or, yeah. Yeah. But before the exalted one was there, Uno was kind of like the lead the man. Leader, that yeah. Seems- yeah, that seems like the they're kind of falling back to that. While it's all fun and games right now, the Dark Order is kind of that mishmash kind of uh, hodgepodge where you get brainwashed into their little clique and you kind of do their Dark Bidding. They kind of stop the Dark Bidding for right now, but if they get back to that um, kind of evil, kind of we're going to beat you up and you're going to join us or else type of deal... That works. You've got two people in UNO and Colt Cabana, even though Cabana is not like, in most people's eyes, leadership material. He's an expert at, you know, keeping that comedy serious base going. He's turned a little bit dark for him. So, and plus your your main thing about the Dark Order is they've got all these young people in there. You've got your Anna J. you got your fives, your tens, and what have you. Um along with these seasoned veterans that are getting talent, kind of that talent exchange that learning as you go type of deal. So I don't see them kind of as being comedy for a a lot longer. They've got to kind of have a, a, I guess a mourning period, a grieving period to kind of like, kind of get back together and kind of refocus and figure out how they want to take the group and how they want to take them back to that. But I see them eventually going back to that heel status. Um, And that's where the Dark Order is going to thrive at, because that's where they were thriving at to begin with.
0: What about Eric Redbeard? Could they (laughs) sign him, um, and could he become the new leader of the Dark Order?
1: So on the New Day podcast, they kind of asked him about that, and he pretty much said no. That he didn't want to, you know, take over for something from his friend.
2: Right. Again, that's that's tough. Well, yeah.
3: did he officially sign like a longer term contract with them, or did he just make a couple appearances and that's it? He was just making an appearance from okay.
1: To my knowledge, I, I mean, you know, could be completely different, but um, to my knowledge, the only reason he was there was just for the tribute show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe AEW can hold off for ten years for negative one to. Become zero. I don't I mean, know. He's pretty he, much the I mean, leader right now, anyway. I mean, would he become the leader, the, the real leader, Would he's a contractor wrestler? Will he be the new exalted one? Will he no longer be negative one?
1: I honestly um, think it would be absolutely fantastic for them to take their uh, their orders from an eight year old. Honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be that. Would be that honestly.
2: I mean, let, let's let's be real about it. Like you don't see outside of the WWE and these these kids who've been, you know, Nicholas and back when we were learning that Dominic Forgot was Eddie's about kids. Nicholas.
1: Oh goodness, <laughs> I did, not I watched him. <laughs> yeah, when but... I watched him win gold at WrestleMania.
2: Um, but you you forget about these kids in these wrestling storylines. Um, this is part storyline, part like, you know, okay, life has happened and here's what we're doing as a company, as, you know, just individuals about this. So while we're in this pandemic, while school is, like I said, not in session where, you know, like, hey, this kid's not in school. um, We've seen Izzy and the independents, you know, be in, you know, in matches and what have you, you've seen her on WWE TV. So why not have someone who a lot of people are endeared to um, this 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 child who grew literally has grown up around this wrestling and kind of wants to be in the middle of it be the leader right now until again you branch them off into the heel I mean even the kid could be like hey I don't like him he looked at me funny beat him up mm-hmm. that works you know
0: so speaking of Nicholas I'm glad you brought this up because I found I find this out maybe. I'm very late to the party. Uh, but Nicholas wasn't just somebody who had been pre-selected from a random audience. He's actually the son of one of WWE's uh, referees.
1: John Cone. yeah.
0: Yeah, I had no clue. Did you guys notice? What did you guys tell me?
3: Was it really that important information that you needed to know right
1: away?
0: I mean...
2: <laughs>
1: I, I mean right away it's, it's been what have you been have you been worried about
0: it have you been worried and and wondering
1: have you not just... been able to sleep since we
0: saw him at WrestleMania thirty I mean I I just thought they just literally plucked the kid you know, out not, of the audience not, no I mean I knew it was already preterm, but how he was chosen I was like I didn't really realize they picked I thought he was a would... make
3: a wish kid honestly
0: yeah I I, I, I thought he was assumption. maybe a friend of a friend or somebody but I didn't think he was actually the child of somebody on the payroll. That was, that's what I didn't know. So, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe a friend of the kids. Who knows? Maybe it was uh, Shane's kids, one of their friends. You know, like like the street I mean posse or not, right? You had that. So maybe this is something like that. I don't know. But I didn't realize it was literally... Somebody's son. He
1: was the son of Pete Gas. Yes, that's it. There you go. No. I, I hate to tell you, but the Mean Street Posse and Shane didn't really grow up on the same street either. Of course, did he live in the same street? It
0: was the neighborhood. <clears throat> it's not the same street. They lived in different streets. I mean, they why were they? In the I mean think street Gas was Posse.
3: Gas was the only one that was like really Shane's friend. The other were like in, were like wrestlers they brought in. Yeah, because like Joey Abs and the other ones who
1: actually wrestled were his like. What is the wrestlers. other one's name?
3: Who? I can't
1: remember. Joey Abbs? Joey Joey Abs and then Abbs, Pete Gas, and then there
3: was a the third guy. Oh, uh, Rodney. One. No. Rodney. Rodney, yeah, Rodney. Rodney yeah was it's Rodney? Rodney.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think Rodney oh, see, was the blonde a, one, right?
0: Mean yeah. Street mm-hmm. Posse sounded better than a uh, mean neighborhood posse. Okay. So
1: Well then they lied to us, and I don't like that. Okay,
3: well, well, I got something to tell you about, about wrestling lying to you, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens every day, sir.
1: No, they would never lie to me. You
3: uh, know well, what? Roman Reigns
1: isn't even really Samoan, okay? Roman Reigns is my tribal chief. That's all that matters.
2: Well,
3: what tribe do you sit belong You're at a
2: table everywhere? Is that First of all, I saw I one?
3: saw him at Cracker Barrel, and he was just sitting on the side
0: like another schmo. Oh First of no. All, no! First of didn't. all, I've, I've seen him be sitting on round tables, and a round table doesn't have a head of a table. Yeah, so,
3: yeah, yeah, that was the reason why it was a round table with King Arthur because there was no head; uh-huh. they were all supposed to be equal, exactly. Yeah. Except one yeah. guy was king, so you knew mm-hmm. he was different, but the rest of them were supposed to be
0: equal. Um, for sure. Where were we going with this? I don't Something know. is strange. Where do we ever go
1: with any of this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, all right. Uh, the Dark Quarter. It's whatever. As long as it still has Cocabana in there, it makes no sense. That uh, Cocabana
3: anywhere doesn't really make much sense these days. No. But... no definitely not.
0: Uh, well, and so, Revolution, uh, AEW Revolution happening on February 27th. Um, not only will we see the Young Bucks uh, and, again, the Tag Team Championships, but we're also going to see Team Taz uh, versus Darby Allin and Sting making his debut uh, in a street fight, of all things. I mean, yeah. Uh, let Brian, Cage, let Brian Cage
3: in a street fight with Sting in his bad neck. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea to help protect mm-hmm. the guy. Yeah. Does let Cage go make- ahead Drop him on his head a couple times and see how that see how good that neck holds up.
0: See, see, how, fake, okay. see how fake wrestling is. What are the yeah. uh, odds? This is uh, Sting's last match. Well
2: Damn, y'all. I mean, wrestles. like, okay, let's let's be honest. Darby's the one who's going to get killed in this match. Like, truly and really, he's going to take all the crazy, big, huge bumps or whatever. And Sting's going to get hit by somebody safer than um, Brian Cage and go down and then come back in the end for the win after taking his old man nap. That's what's going to happen. We're not going to see anybody doing things stupid like drop Sting on his neck because, hello, they're, they're not staying. that stupid. Because they're not that stupid. I mean, the man's got to say, hey, look, my dead. neck. No, you're not doing this to me. No, you're not doing that to me. No. Hey, Darby, you want to jump off of this? Darby's going to go, hell yeah, no problem. And that's how the match is going to go.
1: You mean to tell me Sting, that Sting is not going to take Brian Cage's finisher? He's not going to take the I mean, screwdriver?
2: I mean to tell you that Sting is going to drink a screwdriver before he takes a screwdriver. He ain't taking it. Hmm. No, brother, we don't do that here. I'm going to Stinger splash you, hit you with the bat. And we're taking it home. Sting is gonna call this one, <laughs> and he's gonna call this one the way it should go, which is. But it's a street Sting fight. It's not gonna, it's not it gonna be.
3: A, it's not gonna be a tag team formatted match. In theory, it's a street it's fight. A, it's all four guys and, fighting each other.
2: And have we not seen wrestling change how all fights go? Street fight, this fight, that fight. They're going to cater it, not just with catering, but catering to the abilities of a stinger who is a older gentleman now with neck issues and Darby's crazy, but who's willing to do anything. They're going to cater it appropriately. Even Taz with his neck, even Taz with his neck is going to be like, Hey, yo, no, y'all not doing that. Everybody's going to be smart about this except for Darby. Darby's just going to take it all. Are you sure? I'm, I'm positive. Yes. I'm a hundred percent positive. I'm not in on the booking meetings, but I just booked this one. That's what's going to happen.
1: We'll see.
0: We will see indeed. Um. But yeah. So, all right. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, for you know, I just hope they don't break Sting or whatever's left of him. Um. Yeah. I guess we'll find out in. Uh, a month from now. Uh, yeah. All right. Moving on, because apparently, as we found out last week, we only have two hours. Haven't had two hours. Before. Yeah, we got to move on <laughs> quick. Yeah. So let's, let's move on to the Fed. Lots of fun stuff happening in the Fed. Uh, Priscilla Kelly is now headed to the Fed. Announced on the Twitter machine. Uh, Will now go by Gigi Dolan um, and Lacey Mm -hmm. Ryan will be Zoe Stark. And Elina Black will be Cora Jade. Uh, And also not officially announced, but basically out there. um, You know, other standout Anthony Henry uh, is also heading to Uh, the World Wrestling Entertainment Federation. I will always call it Federation. I don't care what people do. Sue me. Uh, So, yeah, uh, pretty darn cool for us. We just saw, uh, you know, uh, Priscilla Kelly take a a, a very good close line from from, uh, Murder One. And now? She'll be taking uh close lanes from some of the best, uh, worldwide known WWE superstars. Hopefully, not I mean, N- her and Nia Jax, but you know, what I'm her and the
3: former Nia, her and the former Elena Black are already a tag team in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Women's Tournament, yeah. so she's already getting on TV this week, yeah. so...
1: Uh, Was about putting uh, tag teams together? The yeah.
0: So yeah, they, they did roll out the the women's classic uh, 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 brackets. Uh, so Candice LeRae and India Hartwell uh, will be wrestling Gigi Dolan and Cora Jade. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon will be teaming up against Marina Shafir and Zoe Stark. Uh, why are Marina and Jessamine not
3: teaming together? That's the bigger yeah. question. I mean, they were like a tide at the hip. Why is Jessamine not there? Before?
0: Maybe she's injured. Maybe. That's what I'm break. saying. Is she injured? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're trying Zoe Stark um, as a potential new member. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. Casey Tanzaro and Kaden uh, Carter. Alia and Jesse Camia, and Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Who is Jesse Camia or Camia? Or...
1: She's been a um... she's been there for a while. Oh, yeah, she's a PC girl. Oh, yeah, gotcha.
0: But yeah. Uh... I, I got to put my money on Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. They got to be my favorites.
1: Well, then you've already lost money because they got eliminated oh, yesterday. They?
0: Oh, I, I didn't work yesterday. Yeah, so. they got eliminated
1: first
3: well, round. Yeah. you know,
0: okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Shazzy Black and Ember are my favorites. Are they wrestling yet?
1: Okay, no. good. Uh, Pk, well, that's gonna get you. Gigi, GG. um, will be wrestling on 205 Live. Um, that is kind of weird to me that they're doing part of the Dusty Classic, men and women, on 205 Live. Um, that's because Candace what else Gray, they got
2: going on 205 Can- Live? literally nothing.
0: Those two teams, they don't even defend the belt there anymore. Those two so teams. they got to do something. Combine each t- each of those two teams weighs under two hundred and five pounds.
3: Yeah, oh. that's tr- that's truth too, man. true
0: too. Yeah. But
1: uh, it's y'all already know who I got my money on, so I don't need to. No, know.
0: but I'm okay. Say it. The, 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 there's only one way for the way to go, and as, as and that's up, baby. As, as, as this... we saw on the men's
1: bracket. Where, um, oh, so wait a second. You can watch
0: the men's, but you couldn't watch the where women's? Where Kushida and Leon Ruff defeated that way. I don't way get an answer to that. When Leon Ruff defeated Johnny Gargano. I don't get an answer. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs>
3: nope.
0: Just glossed over your, your request, yeah, sir.
1: That's cool. It's cool.
0: Yes, I, I listen. Come down okay? Uh... <laughs> the way the the, the way uh it, it's on its way to the taking an L like i
1: said every single time they have to find a way to screw Johnny and uh Austin and it's just it's appalling to me what William Regal allows to go on in his little 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 shop of NXT i guess
2: uh it's no, 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 no. You will not besmirch the good name of Lord William Regal, okay? You will leave Regal alone. It is not his fault that Gargano and the Way and all the little weighing are like they are, and they do what they do, and it's called karma. They're getting their just comeuppance, okay there, Sunshine? You will leave Regal alone. Thank you. Uh.
1: Okay, so anyways, like I was no, saying.
2: No, 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 Regal... no, 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 no
1: doesn't even have any control over what's going on in his stupid little NXT land. And every single time (sighs) that somebody, they just have to screw Gargano because nobody can beat Gargano. It's just, it's impossible. They screw
2: Gargano because his wife is not doing the job. Is that what you want to hear? Now you leave William Regal alone and you just let Johnny get his just come on. He's only this high anyway. So we don't really care. He can't even carry a belt. I mean, that's why they take the titles off him anyway, because they're too big for him.
1: He's carrying the NXT North American Championship pretty daggum good. Uh, I, that, that's a take mean... uh,
3: over
0: against Kushida.
3: That is until he drops it very quickly, like he does. Yeah, mm, he hmm. will not be dropping it anytime. time
0: soon. He's,
2: he's, he's got Sasha Banks syndrome. Kushida,
3: Kushida's, Kushida's going to break his arm, is what he's going to do. Kushida
1: and, couldn't uh, even get an at. entrance because he's a jobber. He's a jobber entrance. The only way that but he then can but then he pinned Johnny Gargano, so it doesn't matter if he has got cheating. a jobber entrance or not. It's, it's he did it's, not cheat whatsoever. It's cheating, it's cheating. He
3: did not cheat whatsoever. It's, he he it's, pinned him in a fair pin. It was a it was a move that Johnny was unfamiliar with and was unable to kick out of.
1: It's a damn shame that William Regal allows such this a to happen. That's the damn shame. It's it's a damn shame that William Regal <laughs> allows this to happen in his company. Like, it, I mean, I mean, maybe Johnny needs to just just get on the horn and call uh, Hunter because and get a new GM because obviously, you know, William Regal can't cut the mustard anymore. He's too old.
2: Wow. Wow. Is this the Canadian Eric we've all heard? Like, who are you right now? Who the hell are you?
0: Canadian Eric. For it's real. A it's a shame.
2: Good God. Right. Canadian Eric. I don't like him. Send him back across the border. Did we build a wall? Can we put it to the north or no, no, the they,
0: south? They, Let's they, go. they signed the they uh, executive order saying no more wall buildings. They, 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 yeah.
2: Well, can we just send Eric back? Get him some coffee and some Timmys or something to have him calm the freak down?
0: No, they can't. Again, a a lot of things have happened. You need some poutine,
2: potain, whatever.
1: Potain? Please don't ever say that again. She's saying you need to get Lenten. It's a shame. It's a shame. William Regal should be fired. William Regal should be just uh, send him over to AEW if he can't do his job accurately. That's what they do to the people that can't do their jobs accurately in WWE apparently. so In
0: other words, moving on, Lucha House Party defeated Imperium and Legado del Fantasma defeated the Bollywood Boys. So here, Lucha House Party versus Legado del Fantasma I'm all about it. I am. Yeah, yeah that was an yeah, upset to
1: me,
3: honestly. That's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun that match.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, if these guys like, do whatever to show out, I mean, I don't want to sound uh, what do you call it? Um, I can't even think of the word, But whatever. I, this this could be my match of the tournament. You know, it's very if they just go out and just show out yeah. and do their stuff, like what they all do. I mean, yeah. Dude.
3: Do the lucha, um, do that lucha goodness, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, it's definitely going to be a good match. If they allow them to, you know, yeah, be themselves. So I mean, they they got some time, right? I mean, them beating, um, them beating, uh, Imperium. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a main roster team beating an NXT team, but, but Imperium has shown more cohesiveness and more seriousness than, you know, just going around doing lucha, 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 you know. Maybe we're about to see a more serious side of the lucha house party. Maybe. Maybe. Especially if they're going to feud with Legato Del Fantasma, they're going to have to.
0: Yeah. Um. So... Uh, other WWE news, we got we got uh, uh, some big ones, too. Uh, so the Superstar Spectacle uh, that we're going to have uh, will air on uh, Tuesday, the 26th, at 9.30 a.m. on WWE Network. That the
3: one from India? Yeah. The, the event from mm-hmm. India at nine thirty yeah, well, in the they're, morning. They're doing it on.
0: here. Uh, you know they're typing it here. I don't know if it's tape. There's going to be a. It's going to be live, but it's it's live. To it's nine thirty here, so that people can watch it in uh, prime time. In prime time. time in India. I okay. think that's. I mean, I don't know the time zone difference, but that sounds about right. Sounds plausible. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's about two hours. And, of course, it's going to have all all of the people that we talked about, the India uh, um, stars, and to also include Charlotte Flair, Remy Stadio, The New Day, which, of course, you know, Kofi's still got some injuries. So it's Xavier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we, we may see a few others in there. I mean, who knows? The neither they may just show up to be the trio for one night only. They just just to like speak. Oh, let's not forget Ric Flair.
1: <laughs> I would like to.
3: Yeah, can't we? Please uh, just forget Ric Flair. Woo! At this no, point,
0: I would yeah. really like to. Nobody can't. I mean, he's a one legend that's always going to show up. Like, you know, he probably styled well, the profile. He's getting too. his Jerry
1: tall now with. Uh, with the uh, you know, Lacey now, because I don't know why they made her horny for 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 Nate when they've shown her kid and her husband on TV. But you know, whatever. WWE is going to WWE.
0: Do not let the truth get in the way of a good story.
3: Is it a good story
0: though? Do not yeah. let the truth. Get in the way of a story, because Dang. as
1: much as Nature Boy's cried over his little daughter, she would he would never betray her.
0: Now, of course. The big news. Ding 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding 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 Yeah, I was trying to do the old WrestleMania music in my head. It sounded better than oh. it was. Uh, Yeah, because I had no idea it was terrible. Um, I was like, are you okay? Are you stroking WWE announced uh, on Sunday, I think Sunday, uh, that they they will be moving WrestleMania from Hollywood to Tampa again on a two nights uh, on um, this uh, April. So not only do they move locations, they move dates. It's no longer in late March. It's now going to be uh, April tenth and April eleventh uh, from the Raymond James Stadium. Uh, then on uh, on the on the year twenty twenty two, I keep forgetting these years. I've already gone up. Next year, uh, in twenty twenty two, they're going back to the AT and T Stadium in Dallas on. April the 3rd, and then 2023, finally, they go back. They they, right. they will make their debut in Sophie Stadium uh, for on April the 2nd uh, as, once again, WWE will try to go Hollywood. So, two nights in Tampa this year, a huge night in Dallas next year, and then uh, the so- Sophie Stadium in Hollywood in 2023. Here's I here's thing, and, and after this, I want to hear all of your thoughts about these updates. But to me, I believe that the reason that they're doing two nights this year is to maximize profits. They can't have 80,000 that, people, but maybe they can have 20,000 people one night, 20, 20,000 people none that. Maybe the same people, but they're selling more tickets, you know, by having two nights, you're selling tickets basically twice. I think it's a good way to m- make more profits. At the end of the night, they will not say we have twenty thousand people. Will they'll be able to say we have like, like almost fifty thousand people if they count the overall number? Because uh, plus
3: about New Japan did it, so yeah. they can't be outmatched by New Japan.
0: Uh, sure, and then I think. Dallas is a good choice because it's a huge stadium. They can try to do another 100,000 if COVID is no longer a thing in a year, you know, or if it's subdued. And then, you know, they finally got to do Hollywood, which they owe LA one for letting them move over. And plus, LA is not ready for them this year. So, yeah. Okay. Your thoughts on this big announcement and the shift uh, and the schedule for uh, WrestleMania? Um,
1: I mean, I'm glad that Tampa's finally getting it or not finally getting it, but I'm glad that they're letting Tampa, you know, get it. Cause they kind of got screwed. Um, and I mean, it wasn't really anybody's fault with, with COVID or whatnot, but, um, kudos to WWE for making the situation right. Um, if we're ever going to get our Roman versus, uh, Dwayne match. It's gonna it's gonna be at thirty whatever it is in Hollywood, um, and he, he pretty much he pretty much said as much today on the 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 show. There was like a, a I don't know. I saw an interview with Ryan Satan and he pretty much said you're pretty much gonna have to wait for it. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I guess, but. From my understanding, um, the way that it's going to go this year is they're watching the Super Bowl to see how all that plays out. Um, and if they if they can safely do the Super Bowl with as many people as they are doing, which I believe – I'm looking up the number right now. Um, they said that they're going to try to put a few more hey, people I, in I there. think they're going to try um, to do around
0: 25 because right now they're doing around 20. So they're going to do around 25, I think.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. It says that they're only expecting thirteen thousand for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I
0: mean, so because you can be selling so many, but it also depends on how many people are actually buying tickets, right? You know, yeah, and hopefully
1: they don't, you know, double, triple, quadruple the prices just to make up for that. Um But it is. It is the NFL and it is Vince McMahon, so we'll see. But um, I got my days off.
0: So, Danny, the question is this for you before I get to Mika's yes. thoughts, because I'm sure Mika's travel plans are having upgraded since uh, the announcement. But yeah, Mika, let's get together. We'll we'll figure out what we're gonna do that weekend. Uh, ca- can can we convince you, Danny? a weekend trip to Tampa just a weekend sun's out guns out buddy we well, you know I I, I know um, that your travels uh you know in the spring are different you know you got family things but here yeah. you, I, I usually when we make these type of trips it is the whole week almost because uh, rest, the, the rest of, many of other I think that this events, is just yeah. the weekend.
3: Would Danny consider? I don't, Would, know. I don't know if I want to travel days, out of state, state with COVID. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's fair. Hey, you know, COVID is the real thing, and there's a lot of people who need to be a lot of careful and know that. Uh, so that that's totally understandable. But if COVID was the concern, is that something that we could have convinced? Because look, listen, let's be honest. I don't know how many wrestling companies may do um, WrestleMania week. Again. Yeah. Uh but if it's a weekend, I mean if they ever have come back to the South, which I figure they will at some point in the you know, four or five years from now. Look, WrestleMania weekend might be a thing we can convince you to do at least once thing. At least once.
3: Uh maybe. Somewhere. I still I still don't like giving Vince Man a whole lot of my money, so you know, that's part of it, too.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, you know, the man has standards.
0: Just nine ninety nine, 99 right? <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Let's uh, not go there. Uh, but as we we're on the road to WrestleMania, which uh, can't wait. Uh, oh, yeah. If we get Mika all, all set for WrestleMania, hotels updated. <laughs> uh, can, can, have, have you already putting your scheduled sick days? <laughs> totally joking. Um,
2: I've 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 i, I've, I I've not scheduled my days off yet, but I have secured lodging. Um, the reason that they're doing it like this, and the reason they're doing it in Florida, let's be let's be hundred percent honest and true. Because nobody gives a
1: shit about anything in Florida.
2: Hey, they've already in Florida. taken Florida. They, they've already taken Florida and made it. It's, they're a bitch. They, they, they've become essential. they become, you know, we can we can run a production. We can do what we want to do here. So why not give us an open-air stadium? Because, you know, we're, quote-unquote, safe to run our biggest event of the year. But just to do it safe so nobody gets their pennies and a bunch, let's do it over two days. That's not just being safe. Again, it's maximizing revenue. They're kicking LA a a little something-something just because they, again, like to do it Hollywood style. But basically, Florida has been reaping the benefits of all the WWE's money as far as them renting out arenas, getting um, all types of insurances and catering and travel and hotels. And all this money that they spent in Florida, again, is part of that blank check that they sent to... Um, then-President Trump, and the governor of Florida saying, make us what we need to be so we can do what we want to do. And this was your reward. I did say that Florida was going to get a WrestleMania, and they are. They're going to get other pay-per-views as well um, this year, if not um, 2022 as well, maybe a SummerSlam or something to that effect. But they want to get something, again, that's going to generate revenue and have people present. They think that they can do this here in Raymond James safely. I don't think they really got down about safety. It's just it's open air and they can play like they are being safe and responsible all the while having us or people spend their dollars. The real question of this WrestleMania two-day extravaganza this year is going to be what are the smaller companies going to do? What are the companies that typically run a WrestleMania week or show going to do, and how are they going to do it? And will they be allowed to do it? Will they be able to use the excuse that the WWE is doing it? They're essential. We're providing exactly the same service. And when they get denied, where that goes from there? That's the question that we all should be looking forward to seeing how that plays out.
1: When they get denied, because there's no, there's not going to be a WrestleMania weekend, not in our, our old form of WrestleMania weekend.
2: Not in your old form. Not this but year. Again, Florida's open, and let's let's play let's play Devil's Advocate. Ebor City is just you know a hop, skip, and a jump from where we're going to have WrestleMania this year. Ebor City is the site of lots of bars. One of them, in fact, the Orpheum, where we've had Shine and WWN events. What's bar. to say that you can't you can't run several events in this bar because they've done it before? It's something that they're used to. Who's going to say no? You know, the city could say no, the state could say no, but again, you've got a company in WWN. While they may not have McMahon Bucks, they've got some dollars in their pocket that they could say, "Hey, Ybor City City Council, here's a little something for us to run in some events here." There's convention centers in Florida in that area that, again, somebody could say, here's some money. We'll run responsible events. We only sell this many tickets. I want to see how this plays out because we've watched, before WWE had this WrestleMania announcement, we've watched companies have events um, like up in wherever they had this super spreader event when they did, up in Indiana when they had this open air event when they did this whole thing. Then a lot of people got sick, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This is going to follow suit. But again, Florida is is just as bad as Georgia where people are like, oh, COVID what? We don't wear no mask. It's okay. We can just do what we want to do. So let's see how this plays out now where the eyes of the sporting world and the world in general is going to turn and go, y'all are doing what? Y'all are having a stadium full of people? Huh? Sounds like them wrestling
1: fans from the South. But to play to play off of what you were saying, though, so... All right, let's let's say you know <laughs> WWN and all those those fun folks talk to the government and they're like, sure, we'll let you do that. We'll let you even have um, not wrestlecade. What's it called? Wrestle WrestleCon. WrestleCon. We'll let you run events in the Orpheum and whatever another bar down there in Tampa is, but. You're going to have to limit it and clean it between every event. you think that's going to happen? Do you really and truly think that it's going to happen?
2: Do you think that they're going to say they're not going to do it and not oh, do no. it anyway? Oh, no. They're
1: going to say they're going to do it, but then when they don't do it and 30,000 people end up with COVID, they oh, well,
2: Same thing The same thing that happened uh, when they... we had. I can't think of what event this was. Yeah. Um, where they did like the spring break or whatever that just passed, and people got sick. It's probably um,
0: GCW because they've been the only ones. Yeah, that still there we go. Actively G-CW. running. Yeah, yeah. They, they did the GCW's the uh, uh, event. They, they did the whole thing in Indianapolis that they were supposed to do a, a, a right. collaborative or whatever. Yeah, yeah The, collective. Collective. the, the collective. collective. There
2: we go. The collective. Like, you think that anybody. Like most sporting events, anything that happens to you on this ticket, we're not liable for. People get sick. Oh, well, we did our part. You can't prove that we didn't because they can close the doors and empty the place out and not clean it up. They could just, you know, nobody's going to be able to check and balance and say where the breakdown was, just like with GCW. GCW can't take full, they can take responsibility or we can blame them. But at the end of the day, people went, they got sick and they knew what the risk was. They're going to do the same thing in Florida. You were going. You know what the risk is. You took that upon yourself to come here. We didn't force, twist arms or anything to that effect. You took the booking. You took the ticket. You showed up at the door. Things (laughs) happen.
1: See, that's going to be the thing, though. Like If if there is a WrestleMania weekend, more so than just WrestleMania, all I'm doing is WrestleMania, because at least at that point, I know that (laughs) Vince and co. have... A lot more on the line than random ND63. And I know whatever <laughs> they put in place is gonna be
0: enacted. Listen.
2: But look at the doors of the stores that you walk into. I don't know if you have it in your area, but I, I laugh when I walked into businesses there in Georgia when I was there last, then entering these privileges entering these premises, if you get COVID, basically ain't our bad. It's the same premise. If you walk into Yeah, this but WWE place, is a publicly
3: be... traded, But but WWE is a publicly traded company, so they're going to they're going to the backlash is going to come to them regardless. It's yeah. you're not going to be able to sue them for, you know, getting sick, but it's the news is going to hit at a WWE event,
1: all these people got sick. It's going to look bad for their publicity and that's what they
3: don't yeah. want. That's what they want to Exactly.
1: Before. So they will go
0: above, like above and beyond Listen. above and beyond. If Vince McMahon has not allowed fans into his shows, even though he can do it. The only place they've allowed some people is in, uh, in NXT where they allow some friends and family to come over. But I mean, listen to come over. What is it? it, it, Are they, are they having a gathering? (laughs) Yeah. It's called NXT on Wednesday night. Um, just
3: a few friends, you know, just a few friends. A wrestle party. Um,
0: so, look, I, I think definitely – I think these guys are – they know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. And I think that they're not going to mess up because they have – there's – you know, if if GCW does something like that, oh, well, you know, we knew that was going to happen. I mean, it's GCW. I mean, come on. No offense to what they do, but, uh, I mean, any independent – They're the outlaw of life yeah, show. Come but on but all the – you know, any – you would expect it from any independent wrestling company because they just do not have, and this is something I've said before, they don't know the company has the resources that the WWE has. So, well, except for Tony, you know, Khan has money too and that's why he's, you know, doing what he's doing uh, in Jacksonville. But most independent companies do not and, and you know, WWE is going to be the same. They, they want to have funds, they want to have You know, they may have them sectioned off, you know, and I think what the NFL has been able to do is going to – is very telling, you know. You don't hear a lot of people who are going to these games getting sick. Hopefully that's working. And the fact that they're going to be in a huge stadium, yeah, we'll see see how it goes. But Florida is definitely the place to try it, and uh, we'll see. Um, The question is, will the Hall of Fame happen? I don't know. That's that's a big one. Uh, I, you know see uh, the NWO the Bella Twins Batista and Yushin Thunder Liger, Liger get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. That'll be interesting. I can
1: promise you, Liger won't be
0: here, regardless. Yeah. he could be inducted and like do like a uh, video acceptance, you know, live via satellite. Yeah, yeah, like the Rock like a WWE yeah. champion used to be. Ken Shamrock, when he inducted him into the Impact Hall of Fame. Um, right, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, and yeah, we got the Royal Rumble next weekend, so we'll be talking more about that uh, next week as people continue to uh, announce they will be part of it. But uh, before we get to our main event, here's a co-main event now. Uh, they really even got bumped. We're going to take a look back at Royal Rumble 2013. Um... Mika, you, you picked this one because you hate Eric. That's yeah, that's, that's the question, really man. the only yeah. because
3: he, Eric, She just wanted to hear Eric go off for a Eric, long time. Yeah. I can just go ahead and promise you.
1: I can go ahead and promise you, Patrick, there is no main event. This is the main event. Because
0: <laughs> I'm going to rant. Eric said he hated this show <laughs> and Mika Villa said, I choose this show. So, <laughs> yeah. Um... We, the real WrestleMania main event will be Mika villas versus Eric in uh, parking lot to be determined in Tampa Florida uh, <laughs> we shall see uh, all right here uh, it's a five five sh- five uh, match show keep it nice and easy and we you know actually four we're not gonna talk about the uh, the, the pre-show match we start out the ma- the, the show with a last men standing match. Uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship between Alberto <laughs> Del Rio. I'm not going to try to do that very loud. Um, <laughs> I, uh, defeating the big show. Uh, of course, uh, we get a Bret Hart cameo and uh, Roberto Rodriguez or whatever his name was. I think Ricardo, Ricardo Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. Roberto is the actor. Wow. They all sound the same. Um fanboying for Brett the Hip and the Heart. Brett even gives him his sunglasses as he used to do back in the day to all these uh, front row fans. Uh, so yeah, little you know, kids usually. Brett, Brett Hart uh, telling Del Rio that he reminds him of a Mexican Brett Hart and Brett saying that, and then Del Rio telling Brett that he reminded him of a Canadian uh alberto del rio alberto del rio uh, and then-
3: this was like right after alberto del rio was turning face mm-hmm. and it was really weird because his entire career had been based on being the you know the aristocratic yeah. heel who who looked down on everybody And then he's now he's like uh you know i might have been wrong and might have been a little mean i'm a man of the people i'm a you know i'm a i want to do right and buy by mexico and you know, give them somebody they can be proud of, etc. Like it was a very, very harsh turn with little explanation, but people took oh, to yeah. it, and he—he he was really—I mean, he was really over his the face there, especially against the heel. It was—I
0: mean, Royal Rumble 2013 was in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, so I mean, it was uh, definitely a place that's heavily Latino, uh, and you could tell uh, all the CCC chants. I mean. Uh, yeah. This dude was definitely over like over here. Uh but yeah. Um big show uh show to be capable of possibly taking this belt. Uh I mean even the big bump to uh from the hanging lights. Funny how like the light the with the one of those light things did not break on uh uh, with Big
3: Show's on, weight.
0: Yeah. When he hit him hit uh, Alberta with the light uh they're called something else. I can't remember what those are. Uh light bulb or something. And whatever. it was he didn't break on his back, but then broke when he like hit it against the rest of them. But yeah, when he threw put him uh, through the table, I thought that was gonna be it, but no. Uh yeah. I mean Alberto landed right, rough and, on that. Yeah. yeah, your thoughts on on the match?
3: I mean the match was fine. It was uh, you know it was the interesting finish, you know, where they kind of trick trick him into uh, you know, Del Rio hooks the arm bar on, and while Big Show's trying to fight the arm bar, Ricardo Rodriguez duct tapes Big Show's feet to the bottom rope so that he cannot physically get up to his feet. Um, that, was that was kind of an interesting way to That's do it. That's a yellow kind yeah, of thing. I thought that was kind of a video. neat way to do it. Yeah, that's the Yano way would do would do that, yeah. Um, but uh, you know the match was fine. It was okay. It was it wasn't, you know, I mean it was it had decent length to it, but it didn't really feel super long because they kind of went they did a lot of things.
0: Yeah.
3: in the match, so it
1: definitely didn't feel super long. Um <clears throat> to quote The Raven? a famous uh, former WWF World Champion. You put an S in front of Hitman, and you've kind of got my opinion of this match. Um, I hate Del Rio. I hate Big Show. I hate Ricardo. Yeah, hated it.
2: That's a lot of hate, my. God. Oh no, no, no! This
1: is this is pre hate. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna see hate in a few minutes. Um. I just, I don't understand why this feud went on so long. These two were not good together. And, uh, yeah, just, mm, no thank you.
2: I I enjoyed the interview afterwards. Oh, wow. So, this was a big show match, but it wasn't the most horriblest big show match ever in creation. And, yes, because it's a big show match. And I am not a fan at all. Big Show was always just like, why is he here? And whenever he was a champion, I was always in Florida watching. And I'm like, why does he have a title? This is ridiculous. So I was clearly one of the people cheering for Del Rio, whether he had that that face turn was not of any consequence. He could have been a heel, but it was him against the Big Show. I think it was a nice little kind of way to help Further his uh babyface character with the whole hitman thing. Yeah, it was a little weird, but again, you had Ricardo there who had that comedic timing, at least being the the manservant or whatever he was supposed to be. They ring announced the personal the ring announcer, manservant, the manservant of Del Rio. Good golly, Miss Molly! But yeah, I was happy that Big Show lost, and it was. It, it was too long. It should have happened quicker. But, you know, hey, it's the WWE. They like the big show. They like to give him time to lumber around and be a giant.
0: A big, bad giant. A
3: big, nasty bastard.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Um, and then... That was that for that. What else is next? Uh, Team Hell No defeats the Road Scholars or Team Road Scholars to retain the uh, thirdly tag team championships. Of course, this is uh, at the height of Team Hell No. They just had, what I think, graduated from uh, couples therapy or whatever it was called. And uh, Anger oh, management anger counseling, management. okay?
3: Same thing. Other couple's therapy. <laughs>
0: um, and, um, yeah, Cody Rhodes and that mustache just never got, did anything for me. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. He had something for um,
2: his soon-to-be wife. It's a
0: pretty good match. Uh, it's funny, I think at one point Jerry Lawler said something about, uh, um, that Damien said that we prefer to go see a dentist and wrestle Kane. Kane was so dangerous. I'm like, yeah, like and I thought like I see. Like B- Isaac D-D-D-S. Isaac Hayes. D-D-S.
3: Yank of DDS, oh, but, Yeah. Isaac uh, Hank Isaac Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also
1: Maybe
0: he was Isaac talking Hayes, about
1: uh Britt Baker though. You never know.
0: Yeah. This is twenty thirteen.
3: She, she wasn't at dentist born... school then, okay.
2: I don't think she had been born at that point.
3: She wasn't out of dental school then. Yeah. She was. She's probably still an undergrad.
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe King's a time traveler.
0: Uh, He's, well, a time he travel young,
3: so. He's a time travel <laughs> traveler. He's
0: a time traveler. Yeah. He's already on his second life.
2: Good God. He on his third or fourth. But anyway, um, like, Team Hell No. what was not to like about this? It was. WWE doing what WWE does, putting two people together as a tag team that you really were just like, okay, all right, why do we care? Then they gave him this crazy storyline. You're like, okay, I'm invested in this weirdness. And, And to watch the dynamic of the two of them kind of fight to get along, but not really get along, but still was good. And I mean, Cody Rhodes, he had a lot of... He did a lot in WWE. Like I, I forgot about the Road Scholars and I was like, oh yeah. I forgot about him and Sandow being like a, a, a real team with a name and everything. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> a real team as opposed to a, fake a real
2: they, I mean they had as a, opposed name. To a mish-mash like, okay. team. Right. Like they they had a whole name and everything. So it was like, oh yeah, you guys. Where's yeah, about
3: I forgot about Sandow. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Aaron Solo or whatever his name. No,
3: yeah.
0: no, Aaron oh, Solo is yeah.
2: uh, the uh,
3: Aaron Solo is an yeah. actual yeah. guy. Yeah, he's not Mr. Bailey. Yeah,
0: he's actually working for a w- See, Aaron Stevens.
2: What yeah, I mean, Steve. I got the S part and the Aaron part right. Who other than him, Who knows his real name? Yes. Nobody. Nobody. Aaron is. S. Exactly. I mean, interchangeable parts. Um, but yeah, that was that was. I love the match and I love the dynamic and just kind of the the watching as Team Hell No, you know, did their thing.
1: I doubt Sasha thinks they're interchangeable parts.
0: Well,
1: with Sasha, what you said they were interchangeable parts. I said I doubt Sasha. I thought, oh, Sasha's married to Mikazi. It's Bailey. Right.
3: Yeah, it's yeah, Bailey. The, the, the Seamstress. Whatever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, See? You just interchanged them. See? See?
1: Whatever. Um, I thought this match was pretty good. I liked uh, Rogue Scholars. Hell No is one of my favorite tag teams of the last 10 years. Um, credit Hell No for getting Brian that massive push because uh, the fans could give a damn less about Daniel before Hell No and then all of a sudden like He was the hottest star in the world this time next year. Um, It was a good match. Um, You know, Cody, I'm going to ruffle some feathers. Even now, Cody's still a WWE superstar because everything he ever learned was in WWE. All of his mannerisms are still WWE. All of his Everything that was trained to him in WWE, he still does now. He didn't learn, like, indie style while he was on the indies.
2: You he was to in
1: AEW. Yeah. But, I mean, he is still WWE. As much as he doesn't want to be, he is. That's because you're um, going you to leave your WWE for a lot. Anyway, um... But yeah, I really enjoyed this match. I miss good tag team wrestling in WWE, because um, this was around that time that you know the Usos started coming up, and Tyson Kidd and and Cesaro would hook up a little bit later, along in the oh, year New up? Day, all the fun stuff yeah. that was coming up. Um, so yeah. Bar. The bar, yeah. So, I mean, like, eventually the bar, yeah, eventually the bar. So, I mean, there was a lot going on in terms of tag team wrestling back in those days. So, it was this was kind of the precursor to it,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, it was a fun tag match, you know. Brian and Kane were always fun together. I didn't, I wasn't a fan of the sketches because I just don't like long sketch stuff, I don't really like that. That's not really my thing when I watch wrestling. I want to watch wrestling, um, so. I didn't like the sketches, but their matches were always fun. Um, and this match was, you know, was pretty fun. Uh, you see them get going back and forth and they were, yeah, they had completed the anger management, but they still weren't a hundred percent on the same page. So it was a little bit of, a little bit of fun there no. as they were kind of, you know, tagging in and out, that kind of thing. But, um, match didn't last too long. So that's, that was the good thing too. Um, because I'm, yeah, I wasn't never really a, a Sandow guy, and and I was, I kind of like, I liked Cody, but um, you know, Cody's best is, I think, as a singles guy mm-hmm. versus in a tag team with Sandow. I think he's he's better as a singles guy in WWE when he was when he was wearing the busted mat, the mask with the busted face. That was the best Cody. Um,
1: yeah, broken Cody Rhodes.
3: Broken Cody Rhodes was the best Cody Rhodes, and uh,
1: otherwise, he's just all smoke and mirrors.
3: There you go. It's just all smoking all right, So instead of broken glass and uh, black smoke. All right,
0: next up, though, the 55-minute Royal Rumble match.
3: Should have been won
1: by Sheamus. Sheamus should have won it for the second
3: I year. I was
0: around. so afraid Ryback was going to win it, though.
1: But yeah, same. same. I was rooting for Cena that yeah. night, too. Like I didn't give a damn. <laughs> back in 2013.
3: just don't let Ryback go to WrestleMania. I need
1: the like broken brawler somebody please. I I would have taken fan in section C row 8 uh seat number 36 over Ryback. Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah. I mean it was a fun rumble match though. You had a lot of good people, a lot of good moments. Um you know, you had you had some surprises that were actually turned out to be pretty good, with you know Goldust coming back and Goldust actually looked really good. This was kind of the the teaser of Goldust rejoining uh, WWE for a few years, mm-hmm. um, you know. And even the Godfather came out; his music didn't stop playing the entire time he was out there because he goes he in that and hangs out for a second, second, and then gets thrown <laughs> out, and then literally just straight goes okay and struts onto the back with his music playing the whole time.
1: Um. And, and the yeah, last time yeah. I was genuinely surprised at wrestling, at number two, when Chris Jericho came out, I remember this vividly because I threw my phone across the, the room screaming, holy shit. Like... Yeah. 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 The
3: dirt sheets did ruin something turn. for me. Yep.
0: This is where you only should have clean yep. yeah, sheets. Do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Poor phone.
3: Man, I know, right? Wrong had a flip case on
1: it. it had a flip phone back yeah. right then. I think that that was my iPhone 4s. Actually, I think. Good God! And it had an AJ Lee case on it. I still have that AJ Lee case. Um,
3: wow. <laughs> but fuck, but fuck that phone. But you still got the case. Guys. But fuck that phone. Yeah,
1: I've still got the case. That phone couldn't work in 2021. I doubt it, honestly. Um. Was this the first Kofi spot too? Or was this like the second? No, or third?
3: no, no, no. This was the second or third because l- they talked about last year he it was when he did the handstand. That's l-
1: right. The year okay. before
3: was when he was all on his hands the whole time and he walked around on his hands to get back in the ring. And this year was the second Kofi spot, I think, because he h- uses the chair to hop in and then he gets eliminated by Cody Rhodes right afterwards. Right after with and the disaster kick. Yeah. Right after he takes the disaster kick because he's still on the apron. So he still hadn't gotten in the ring yet. And he was like, "Yes, I'm here. I made it." And then ah, kicked right off. the falls <laughs> like all for nothing. You stole so, JBL's chair, all for nothing.
1: <laughs> I wonder who gave JBL his chair back? Did JBL have to go get it, or did a stagehand get it? Probably, for him? probably stagehand. I would assume JBL good to get his own stage. chair. Come on, good for that stagehand. He's a hall of famer, dude. Yeah. Um, yep, hall of famer in my but book. But like my favorite, I guess the only two like super duper duper pops were for Jericho. And then when Cena came out, and that's not even a good pop. It was the.
2: Boom. Thank God. Yeah. It
1: was the um, boo
2: yay, boo yay. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. Cena sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best. That was. I the don't. Best I can't cause... even
1: tell you how many people I've made cry with that chant. <laughs> Including little kids. Yeah, it it, it was Here's a very name.
0: interesting rumble. I mean, the names you see this like a lot of them. You, you you still see them to this day. But yeah, seeing Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes going two and three now. I see them in AEW uh, and uh, David Otunga wherever he is. You know what I mean? Uh, Getting Jennifer Hudson. Not name. anymore. They're divorced. So, what? What? are they yeah. really?
3: Yeah, they've been divorced yeah, a couple did. years. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer, that's, that's, like, a that's what
0: that's what he's no longer on TV because he's of no use to them anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and
3: except in the legal department,
0: uh-huh.
3: uh, which he probably is. T-
0: the, tensai, you know, Tensai. Uh, like, oh my goodness, I totally forgot. I know. I love Tensai. tensai
3: um, and then they killed him by making him sweet tea. Yeah. Uh, and then after Sweet Tea, he retired and went to NXT. And I, as, as, I, I
0: know you guys loved it when The Great Khalid came out. Um, uh, so, the Great Khalid could barely
3: walk himself down to the ring, man. He was so out yeah, of shape. It was so bad. You when know,
0: got number 30 and then uh, he came out like, oh, Lord, here we go. I think he's going to win this when he got into the final yep. four. Feed me and, more. Anyways, but yeah, uh, John Cena won. And, of course, that would set up uh, – Half of the main event for uh, WrestleMania, twice in a lifetime. Um, twice in a so, lifetime, so you know, in in the MetLife Stadium. So here we go. Uh, <laughs> in the main event of the Royal Rumble, uh, twenty thirteen, uh, The Rock, if you smell what he's cooking, um, defeated CM Punk to become the WWE Champion. Eric, the floor is yours. Oh, y'all go
1: y'all y'all gonna let me do the whole we'll thing. you go first. You only we only
3: got about ten minutes left, so I don't know if there'll be time for us to talk.
0: Yeah, at, at this point, we may have to uh watch the AWE look back next week, at the beginning of next week's show. Uh because yeah, this is gonna be something. So yeah. Go ahead, Eric. Tell us about One of the greatest matches in WWE history. First
1: off, absolutely not. Um, Dwayne was blown up before he even started walking out. Um, Anyway, 434 days. That's, you know, a year and a couple months. CM Punk had been carrying their company on his scrawny ass back. (laughs) <laughs> for, for honestly longer than 434 days. For well, we'll go ahead and give him two years. He had been carrying that company since the pipe bomb before Money in the Bank. They never once gave him a main event for the title. They never once really gave a shit about him with the title. But, He kept getting them ratings. He kept, you know, doing everything the company wanted him to do, whether it was feud with Daniel Bryan over AJ Lee or feud with Kane or feud with both of them or feud with Cena, feud with Ryback. Let Ryback beat the shit out of him for no fucking reason because Ryback can't wrestle over the belt that he says isn't even important. But I digress. CM Punk was the hottest thing the WWE had, Since Stone Cold Steve Austin. Maybe. I'm not going to say ever. You know, because Austin was pretty freaking hot back in 98, 97, 99, all those fun years. And they ruined it. How do you ruin a guy that outsold your top seller in merch since 2005? How do you outs? How do you screw a guy that is not only a fantastic professional wrestler a fantastic promo and was super connected with his fans for the most part for a while until he got burned out because of bullshit like this um it's a travesty and and it's not the fact that punk lost the title cuz cuz let's be honest it's kayfabe like you know it's predetermined whatever It's the fact that it's just literally a slap in the face of everybody that works 365 days a year for this damn company to give it to a guy that couldn't even be bothered to show up but once from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. One damn time in three months. Everything was live via satellite, live via satellite. I preferred Brock Lesnar. And him showing up once every three months over live via satellite. Because at least we knew that Brock cared enough to be there. Unlike Dwayne. Dwayne didn't give a damn about anything. But how much money Vince was going to put in his pocket. Did twice in a lifetime need to happen? Absolutely not. Did twice in a lifetime need the WWE title? Hell no, it did not need the WWE title. It would have never needed the WWE title. Cena would have sold itself. And the fact that they still, eight years later, haven't learned from their mistakes. The fact that Vince and Hunter and Stephanie and all of those people couldn't understand why CM Punk literally said, fuck you, I'm going home. Because... To me, it was evident. It was evident from this day in 2013 that they didn't give a shit about Phil Brooks. They definitely didn't give a shit about CM Punk. And they definitely didn't give a shit about anybody that wasn't Dwayne Johnson or John Cena. And pretty much they still don't, unless your name's Goldberg or Brock Lesnar. They really don't give a shit about you unless you're from the 90s. And even to this day, Big E literally just did an interview two or three days ago that said at WrestleMania, they go down the list of which legends can make the show. And then if none of them can make it, that's when they give the current people top billing. So in a perfect world, I would like to think that you know their top star quitting the company would have – maybe clicked something in somebody's brain somewhere that, hey, maybe we screwed up here. But obviously, eight fucking years later, they still have no... God bled... I can't say that word because I will never say that word. No damn clue how to run their fucking company. And like in the pipe bomb said... He would like to think that it would be better once Vince McMahon is dead, but then it would be taken over by his doofus son-in-law and his idiotic daughter. And that's where we're at at this point in time now anyway. Has Triple H made amends for this? Maybe. Possibly. NXT is fantastic. It's the best show that WWE has. Top to bottom, the best roster, best women's division, all that fun jazz. But it still doesn't make up for CM Punk losing out essentially – in the in the height of his career the height of his you know it was the summer of punk and then it was ruined by Dwayne Johnson and that's why ladies and gentlemen I hate Dwayne I will always hate Dwayne I would flip him off if I saw him in public I wouldn't do anything you know physical because you know he he, (laughs) fucking ass but I'd tell him he was a son of a bitch and walk away And, yeah, so if you haven't got the message, CM Punk should have won this match. It shouldn't have lasted over five minutes. Dwayne was blown up by the time he got to the damn ring anyway. He couldn't keep up with Punk in the ring, cardiovascularly, any of that jazz. The steroids that Hollywood pump into him really affected his everything. Wasn't even charismatic at this point. Fuck Dwayne. Fuck The Rock. Fuck Vince McMahon. Thank you, and have a great day. But you still give them ten bucks a month. I do because there are people in that company that I actually genuinely care.
2: About. Oh. So yeah, and, oh, this that- almost
1: <laughs> legitimately made me quit watching wrestling. Like I, I shit you not, I that, contemplated not ever watching wrestling. So, but not the rewatch. All right, so no, all right, so, so, but it still pisses so me before off.
0: Before we give the show, uh, um. A great. Let's just go quickly here. Uh, I thought it was a decent match. I was entertained. Uh, the Shield's quote unquote involvement, which they were never there, but of course it was assumed.
3: And they were there. Yeah. I kind of wish they
0: had gone with Punk's idea of doing the Shield be his people, his minions or whatever, but okay they yeah. are gonna give Eric Polly's new dangerous another alliance. reason yeah. to complain on why they didn't have this group.
1: Uh, I club. get that. I mean, I get it. Like Vince wanted his own creation in there instead of Chris Hero, and that you know it's okay. Like I, I don't.
0: But it's yeah, whatever. But entertaining, yeah. I mean, and the month, the big money match at MetLife was gonna be Cena versus Rock. Twice in the last time would we the them. worst WrestleMania I've ever uh, watched. But yeah, guys, uh, the rest of you, uh, your thoughts on uh, on the mini events for the Royal Rumble?
3: I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of The Rock. I never really have been. I just don't enjoy watching him wrestle. His mannerisms, his shaky flopping, and all that kind of stuff. I'm just not a fan of it. Doesn't it's not enjoyable to me to watch him wrestle because it's just frustrating to see him do his his shtick and his antics and all that. So I definitely wasn't really a fan of the match. And definitely the restart, I thought it was goofy to do like a dusty finish for the heel where you think the heel wins, but he doesn't win. Like that was kind of dumb, I thought. Made me yep. think of like uh, Hogan, Hogan and Sting at Starcade, you know, where they let Hogan win only to have like somebody else come and say, no, we got to do this. We got to restart the match. And then Sting wins the belt and stuff. Um. But The Rock gets murdered, and then he hits the spine buster and an elbow drop and uh, wins the title. It was just, yeah, didn't enjoy it. Mika and
0: Puncture to
2: one. Puncture to one. Puncture to one. And the fact that they, they basically said what the main event of WrestleMania was like a year in advance and made this travesty of a match to put the title on Rock was like just a slap in our face to like all the fans. Um, like Eric said, Punk carried the company, and while I enjoyed Punk's part of the match, the whole title on the line and making this how it was was like stupid, and it was just like, "Damn you, WWE to hell!" All right, and
0: with that, let's give it a grade. So, triple F for you, Eric. <laughs> this this gets this gets a Z. Fuck this
1: show. Fuck management for even putting this show out there. Fuck them. Bullshit.
3: I give it like a like a B minus because the the tag match was good, last man standing was okay, and the rumble match was really fun. I like the rumble match, so I give it like a B minus.
2: I'm I'm on the on the B on the B train because again, even though the main event did not go the way it should have went. Um, uh, anything Punk does is golden for me. And again, Rumble was good. Even a tag team match was good. Uh, could have done without Big Show, so B. Right,
0: and I'm going with a B as well. Uh, I love the Rumble, but I wish there was some surprises. Uh, but yeah, alas, B is what I give it. And that's it for tonight. Make sure you subscribe. This episode, last week's episode, will be out uh, by the time anybody else hears this later this weekend. And thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe, Podbean, iTunes, TuneIn, uh, Amazon, and Google, uh, and Stitcher. Uh, check us out on the tour machine at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny f and Mika's on Twitter at Luca Villas. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching.